Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. pray and then we'll get right into the word. Father, I thank you, praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made, Father, this opportunity to share and to fellowship with these, your people, God. Thank you, Father, for your word on today, God. Holy Spirit, that you increase and I may decrease. God, thank you, Father, for the gifts of the Spirit being in full operation on the day. God, we welcome you, Father, like never before in our presence, God. Oh, hallelujah. Yokes being destroyed, God. Oh, God, that the word, Father, will reach the hearts of the people, God, changing them, molding them, and having them to be what you've called them to be. It's in the precious name of Jesus we thank you. Amen and amen. Well, 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 once again, good morning. Listen, if you've been riding with us, and when I mean riding, I mean being on service with us, just becoming partner and fellowshipping with us, what I would encourage you guys is, listen, if you can, man, listen, if you're wondering if you should be a part of this ministry, wonder no more. Listen, if this ministry is being a blessing to you in any way, Please let us know. Listen, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And as not just that, listen, others need to know that you're being blessed and that your life will be an example of that, that you're being blessed. I know that you guys are. I thank God that you are. And I continue to pray that you guys are being blessed by the word from the Kingdom Advancement Ministries. Amen. And if you need, listen, if you are wavering about partnership, come on, man. Waver no more. Make a decision to join up with us. We love you because we will always love you. First and foremost, because we love the we love the Lord. And we love you and we serve God and we make it a point to make sure that we honor and celebrate people the way God will have us to do. And so listen, church hurt is a real thing, but you don't have to stay in hurt. You can be healed and delivered. In Jesus' name. Do you have something, baby? No? No, just let them know we'll be here if they want to say hi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I get that. <laughs> so on this morning, listen, I, I I kind of went back and forth, but I know God is always good, and the word is always good, and it's always an all-time word because it's a word from God. Listen, turn your Bibles to James chapter 3. James chapter 3. We're going to be reading verses 6, 3 through 6. That's the book of James. Chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. It says, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal or take ships as an example. Although they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder. Wherever the pilot wants, to, wants it to go, likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boats. Consider what a great force is set on fire by a small spark. 
The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole, whole course of one's life on fire. And it itself set on fire by hell. So listen, what I wanted to, what we want to talk about on tonight is taming that tongue. Because in this year of Jubilee, this year that we decree that God is going to do all these things, restoration, healing, all these things we, 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 we spoke about at the beginning of the year as the year of Jubilee, these things are going to, they're going to happen in our lives. But the hold up to our lives is that tongue. Because it's telling us here and there, we have the power to direct and set a course, a different course for our lives, just by our tongue. Our thoughts and our declarations say we're going this way. But everything about our tongue will steer our lives in a whole different course. As small as the tongue is, it's telling us here that it controls the whole body. What do you what do you mean, Pastor V? I'm going, I'm glad you asked. I'm gonna keep sharing as we go along. But what I want to tell you guys is if you have to control your mouth this year and keep your mouth from speaking against what you are confessing, you have to, you have to, you have to tell your mouth and tell that tongue. We're gonna say what the word says. I'm not going to say what I feel. I'm not going to speak what others do to me. I'm not going to keep confessing that it's not going to happen because mama couldn't do it. Daddy didn't do it. I'm going to do it. Sheila didn't have it. Roger didn't have it. I'm just throwing out names. I don't know who knows Sheila. I don't know who knows Roger. But they did because they didn't get it. Don't mean you're not supposed to have it. And if you believe that this is the year of Jubilee for you, then we have to get our mouths, our tongues under control. Tame that tongue. It's, it's, it's important. It says, when we put bits into horses' mouths, we know a, the horse is a real powerful animal. And just our, just, just our strength alone couldn't control it. But they put, y'all ever notice, they put bits into the horse's mouth? Why is that so? Because when that horse, when that bit... It's bit down in that horse's mouth. It makes them do things that they normally wouldn't do. So you can make a horse go left, right, stop, pull back, go forward. You can make, you can control the horse by his mouth. Isn't that powerful? So our tongue controls us. Our, can, our tongue control, our tongue will speak life and death in us. There's a scripture that bears that out, and we'll talk about that. Proverbs 18, 21. Proverbs 18, 1 tells, 18, 21 tells us that death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it, love what? Death or life will eat its fruit. So what, which one are you going to love? Are you going to love the life that your tongue presents? That your, that your tongue produces, or are you going to love the death? I know that sounded a little weird for some people because, like, how can you love death when you're always speaking negative? You've embraced a life of death. You don't see no hope for your situation. That's death. You don't see no way out in your situation. That's death. But if you are believing this is the year of Jubilee, and what we're trying to, and what I'm trying to get, and what God's trying to convey to you is, in order to get out of anything, you gotta start talking right. You gotta start using what He's giving you to get yourself out of what you placed yourself in, or what you find, or the situation that you find yourself in. You gotta start talking right, which means you gotta start speaking better. Hallelujah. Yeah, you do. Because listen, nothing in our lives change without changing this. We have to change because a lot of us, we poor mouth things. We've been conditioned. Some of us have been conditioned to only see the worst things. 
So now everything we talk about is the worst or bad things. I know y'all ain't gonna come with me on this, but I, I, I used to, listen, I always used to speak negative because I thought it was the cool thing to do because I repeated what I heard. But when I took off the parent, the, the parent mentality, a parent repeats everything they hear. When I took off that and I stopped putting on the mind of God and I start repeating the words of life over my life, my life changed. And I started speaking like, I don't love nobody to death. I love them to life. Yeah, I know that just bothers somebody. Yeah, because why? Because that's something we hear everybody else say. Man, I love you to death. I don't love you to death. I don't want you to die. I love you to life. I want you to live. As simple as that, even when you don't want to live, I want you to live. So I love you to life. It's the simple things that we continue to do every day of our lives that constantly speaks whether there's life coming out of us or there's death coming out of us. Taming our tongues. We got to watch how we entertain in conversations with people. People say, well, what's happening with you? Ain't nothing happening. Man, everything is happening with me. Everything good. Just the simple things. I know some of y'all may be passing me. That's real deep. Yeah, but sometimes you got to. Why? Because if you're conditioning and you're trying to get rid of all of that stuff that was built up in you for years. Some, as, listen, at some point in your life, you got to cleanse yourself from all dead work. That's the way we think, the way we speak. How we respond to things. Hey, listen, I know it's a tough thing when you've done something for 30 years. If you want to see better, you got to change. And some, and it's this, and, and that's why I said it's even the small thing. Like our tongue is so small. It's the small thing that we have that we can change. Our tongue, how we conversate, how we communicate, how we, how we, how we relate to things of God. And it says, look, and we know how powerful ships are. We, some of us have been on cruise ships. Man, you see them cruise ships? They are so huge. They're bigger than some towns. And they're controlled by a small rudder. Whew. And man, it, it moves it. It moves the ship. So is that tongue in your life. That tongue moves your life in a direction that you wanted to go. Now, you can continue to speak death over you, over your life. That's your choice. I choose to speak life. And what we, and if this is, if we've declared, this ain't if, this is the year of jubilee for us. You're going to have to change how you speak. You can't keep saying, uh, I think it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. By the word of God, it's going to happen. I, I believe I've I received and I declare and decree over my life that it's going to happen. This is the year of Jubilee. Every good thing that I've been I've been trusting and believing God for. Hallelujah. In faith, God, I decree, I decree over my life and declare that it is mine. Now, listen. We know that when the word of God is sown, the enemy comes immediately to try to steal the word. That's why it's important that you have to use your tongue. Listen, turn your Bible to Matthew 15, 18. Matthew 15, 18 tells us, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. And this defiles a person. So you got to make sure that you're cleansing your heart and that you're taming your tongue to speak only the word. You have to, because listen, if you don't, what's in your heart going to defile you? It's going to make you always say things that's contradictory to God's word. You got to. And, and listen, and back in the James, it tells that even our tongue, it corrupts the whole body, sets the whole body course of life on fire. You got to make sure that you're that you're setting the course of your life with your tongue, with your mouth. The Bible says that our life and death is in the power of the tongue. Are you speaking life over yourself or are you speaking death? Question that you have to ask. 
And not even at the eggs. Look at your life. And see and look and do a do a do a total observation of your life and inspection of the things that's going on in your life. Are you experiencing the life of God or are you experiencing the death of my words? Question that we ask ourselves. Because when our life isn't moving in the direction that we think it should be moving, what are you saying? Do you agree with the do you agree with the word with the with the negative life that you or the negative things that's going on in your life or do you agree with the word and what the word says? I choose to agree with the word. The Bible tells, listen, that, that through faith and patience, you have there's, there's going to be a time where you're going to have to develop some patience about it. Things don't happen for us as quickly as we want them to, but guess what? When we set ourselves to trust God, it has to happen. Things have to move and have to shift in our direction because God doesn't lie. Amen. And Matthew says, another chapter, another verse of Matthew tells us, for by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Yeah, that's Matthew 12 and 31. By your own words, you will be justified. And by your own words, you will be condemned. Turn to your neighbor, whoever your neighbor is, point to him. Y'all know how I do. Point to him. Y'all know we don't. You'll be justified by the things you say, or you'll be condemned. I'd rather be justified. Amen. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I don't know about you out there. I'm going to stand on the word of God. Anybody being blessed out there? Yeah, I know y'all, some of us may have heard it before, but it's important that I, that the way we speak is important. Yeah, it is. Because everybody wants to be blessed, but no one wants, no one wants this. Everybody just thinks it's just going to happen. I'm just going to open my eyes one day and everything that I want is going to happen is going to happen. <laughs> we got to stand on the word. We got to continue to speak God's word. We have to trust in God. Listen, even though the enemy show up, hey, devil, listen, not today. I'm not participating in your foolishness today. Great is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That's using our tongue. Then I know the bills that, 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 that all of a sudden you feel like things are happening in your life. Then you get a bill that show up, IRS one X amount of dollars or somebody looking for some money. And you be like, oh, not today, not today, devil. You're not going to move me from a place of peace. God, you promised in your word that this is the year of jubilee for me. Hallelujah. I'm not excited about this. But what I am is I'm excited about your promise because I believe that you're able to make this debt go away. Now, I'm not saying God is no genie in no bottle and we rub it and things disappear. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is he always provides for his children. Hallelujah. Listen, because the problem with some of y'all, y'all don't believe in miracles. So what? You don't release your faith for miracles. Some of y'all still having a hard time accepting that this is the year of Jubilee because you believe that I don't believe in miracles. I'm going to work. Hey, listen. A man don't work, a man don't eat. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm in full agreement with that with you. But hey, listen, I'm also in agreement that God does things supernaturally in my life. Because of my giving, because of my trusting in him. Listen, we live way better. And I'm talking about my wife and I. We live way better than what finances and resources that we've got, that we've been able to acquire has allowed us to live. Why? Because we trust in God. We've seen, I've seen miracles. We've seen miracles happen. We were listen, and I ain't afraid to tell y'all. We were about we were we were so close to losing this property at one point because of some decisions that and choices that we made. Here's a here's the thing though: we never stopped with our mouths believing God, even until the very hour you gave us. You give us forty eight hours to, to vacate. We were believing until the forty seventh 
power that God, you were going to you were going to do something miraculous in our lives. We went down to the to the to the office in the up in up in the county, and we was going through all the paperwork and everything. And listen, it worked out in our favor. Deal that what the lawyer didn't want to do nothing on our behalf. Who wanted to take the property? Hallelujah. The mediator was like, give him an opportunity. Switched mediator. The mediator changed. And man, that's how awesome God is. He's able to move people in and out of the way. You just got to keep your mouth right and your heart together. Because we could have folded up ten and said, all right, well, let's go. You want us out? We out. We keep the problem. We don't care. We knew that this was our home. And the devil didn't have a right to it. Why? Because the devil didn't give it to us. Ooh, hallelujah. <laughs> Man, y'all better, you better get your mouth right this year. You better stop accepting what the devil tells you and what this world will tell you and start telling yourself and telling this world, you don't run me. God runs this world. Concerning my life. I don't know about nobody else's life. I'm talking about my life. You got to set yourself for that. And listen, I know things happen. Yeah, life happens. But great is he that is in us than he that is in this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are more than conquerors through him that love us. We have to start using our mouth not to just always agree with things, but to say, no, 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 that is not what the word says. I don't accept that. That may, be that may be a reality in your life, but it's not a reality in my life. Tame your tongue to stop being conditioned to think like the world thinks. And, and, listen, and sometimes you're going to have to stand out to stand up. Man, they laying off on my job. I, I, I think I, I guess I'm next. Man, shut that up. You say, listen, you may close, but I'm not closing. Why? Because the God I serve never closes. <laughs> Hallelujah. When one door closes, he opens up another one. But we are so in line. We, man, listen, we are so, in, so inclined to follow dumb sheep. We follow dumb sheep to the slaughter. And if we say we have the, we know the voice of God, why are we walking to the slaughter? He never allows his people, his children to walk into a situation where we're going to be killed. How do you know that, Pastor? Because he said he always make a way of escape. <laughs> I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen out there. I don't even hear y'all and I know y'all ain't saying amen. Get out, put, put y'all have y'all, have y'all, I know, y'all have y'all, y'all fingers typing. Come on, get them fingers typing. That's your part of worship, responding to the, to the call of God. I can't hear you, but use your fingers as a response. Type of response to God, not to me, but let God know I hear you, Lord, and I'm going to make the adjustments that's, that's necessary to change the course of my life. I'm not ship, God. I'm not going to veer off. I'm going to keep my rudder straight ahead, looking unto you, the author and the finisher of my faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, if you feel that, you ought to shout hallelujah. If you know that, you ought to shout hallelujah. If you're doubting, doubt no more. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, indeed. Glory to your name, God. Yes, I hear you out there. I hear you out there. But most importantly, God hears you out there. Because listen, he tells us, if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. And here's the key to the kingdom of God. Belief is a currency of the kingdom. You better type that in your, in your belief is a current is the currency of the kingdom. You got to believe. And if when you believe your mouth will tell the world around you that she or he believes. Hallelujah. Yeah, your belief is the currency of the kingdom. You think it's your money, but your belief, your belief in your... Why do you say that, Pastor? Because when we talk about tithes and all, if you believe God, you don't have no problem with giving to God. So it's currency in the kingdom. Mm. 
He received that. He like, oh yeah, this one trusts me. <laughs> That's why it's important that you got to keep your mouth right. Colossians 4 and 6. Colossians 4 and 6 says, your speech always, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt. How many of y'all know y'all, y'all, how many of y'all cooks out there? Oh, home chef. You know, because y'all, y'all chef home, y'all chef homeboy or chef home girl. Y'all know that salt is a preserver. Salt ain't just for making your meat. Your, your food taste, salt is used as a preserver. Salt helps you, salt helps you savor the taste of your food. So is the word of God. So is your speech. If your speech is so seasoned with the word, listen, it helps people and it's, it helps savor the life around you. The life that you, that God has you for the God is constructing for you. It's a preserver. So that you may know you ought to answer each person well. That you ought to answer each person. Listen, and how you should do that. That we don't respond like the world responds. Hallelujah. We let the word of God flow through out of flow out of us that it may season us. It may season those who hear us and hear what we say. Man, do you really trust God? Oh, man, you better believe I do. Well, why did you just say what you just said? That's, that's, when, they, that's when they question you. Well, if you say you believe God, why don't what you say line up with what you say you believe? But when what you say, when what you say you believe and how you live your life lines up, man, people are always curious about how are you able to stand when the world around you is crumbling? Man, I trust God. I don't trust the world around me. I trust God. I know that's a hard stance for a lot of us to take. When we have placed our confidence in this world, you better not. You better not place your confidence in this world. Because guess what? This world is soon to come to an end. I know all y'all be like, well, they always, they've been saying that since I was a kid, that the world's coming, this world will come. Trust me, we are closer to the end than we ever were to the beginning. Don't know when that day of time is. Only God knows. I will never prophesy that. I will never let anybody else come before y'all on behalf of this ministry and tell you they know when God is coming. Don't believe it. No man knows the day or the hour. He's not going to reveal it. Why? Because he ain't going to. He ain't going to let nobody's going to be prepared. You going. You going to either have to have your work already being in progress and 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 and, and your life already proven. You ain't going to have time to lay there. You be singing song and packing my bag. You ain't going to have time to pack nothing. What you going to take? Yeah, how stupid some of that stuff is we used to follow. I was saying you got to get your mouth right because we follow some dumb stuff, man. We even listen to some dumb stuff. We follow dumb song. 99 and a half won't do. Who told you that? Well, there's a number that no man can number. <sighs> but what's that talking about? How old you are? I don't know. No, the, not, the 99. <laughs> like, you got to give him 100. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I give my 100%. 100%. Yeah, is that right. what you're yes. About? Yeah, I only listen to them, so I can't even. Some of the songs I can't even listen to, man, because I'm like, huh? The B sound good with it. Okay, look, moving on. Yeah, get your mouth right, y'all. Get your mouth right. I know y'all out there. Right? Get your mouth right. Oh man, I'm like Pastor Vivi tripping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is so different. Hey, I know. I understand. Listen. Proverbs 26 and 20. <laughs> it says, without wood, a fire will go out. And without gossip, quarreling will stop. 
So listen, if your mouth ain't right, why do people feel so comfortable with sharing certain? Now here's a story. Here's a here's a here's a, here's a story for all of us, or a, a question for all of us. Why do people feel so comfortable with sharing gossip with you? Mm. Could it be they know that you're going to be the wood that keeps the fire going? Could it be that they, they know if I throw my log on, 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 on her fire, man, by the time I put my, my log on her fire, it's going to be a full out blaze and she's going to go by and tell everybody. We have to watch how we talking, y'all. This year of Jubilee, God is requiring us to step our lives up. Not that we may receive things. He wants to know that he can trust us with the things that he that he wants to give us. We are, but some of us are believing for a, a homes, a better life, ministry, whatever it could be. He wants to know that if when if I give you, and he already knows the answer. He just wants to know that if I give it to you, can you be trusted? He already knows that. He wants to know, do you trust yourself to be able to handle what I give you? And listen, just because it's, but a lot of times he knows where we are in our lives. And just because it's delayed doesn't mean it will always will be denied. He's just keeping us from destroying ourselves. And our tongue is a very vital important because Listen, a lot of us, we receive the power, the blessings, the anointing of God, and now we make it about us and cease to be about God. And then we stop. And, look, and then we allow gossip to come in. And so what? The things he shares with us, now we start telling other people's business. Nothing against prophets because I love I have a, I live with a prophetess. Nothing against people who, in this ministry, who God is anointed and that the anointing on you is to prophesy. But don't prophesy a lot. Don't say stuff to tingle, to, to get people tingled and to get people ears and eyes open to only hearing from you. Because now you stop prophesying, you stop. Now you're gossiping. Because you take what you've heard and you try to equate that into what God is saying to try to move people to be a blessing to you or to change or to move your life to the life you want, as opposed to trusting God for the word that He's giving you to help bless somebody. See, all that plays a part in our tongue. See, people want to use the gift incorrectly, corruptly to promote themselves and to listen. Gossip and our tongue and our tongue and what it's saying here in Proverbs, that gossipism is, is, is crazy because people don't minister from a place of hearing God. They minister from what they've heard others say about others. Ring, ring, ring. God is saying, leave that man. How you, somebody just told you I was involved with another dude. And listen, I, again, I just put that, I just said and I prefaced that in there that I am not saying that people are not anointed to prophesy. What I am saying is, don't use your gift as a filter of gossip. Divination. You're going to give an account for your tongue. Mm -hmm. And are you going to use it? Is it with wood? Without wood, a fire will go out. And that's talking about the gossip that continues to burn. If there's no story to tell, then there's nothing to burn. Mm -hmm. If it's me gossiping, that means I have to get it straight from God. Mm -hmm. And without gossip, quarreling. So if you stop gossiping, People in the people around you will stop talking. So how many people come to your office because they know you're gonna, hey, come on in here, baby. Come on, baby, light my fire. <laughs> drop that, drop, drop that wood in here. I need to be burned. I I need something to tell. I ain't had nothing two weeks to tell. <laughs> hey, y'all know how y'all church folk do. Y'all go see somebody. Man, you know, God's been, God's been sharing with me about man, something going on. And why I turn that way? Because I don't want nobody to think I'm looking at you, so I ain't talking about you. I'm looking this way. You know, God is saying that um, you ought to stop doing it. 
man, who just... <laughs> and I, I just told Johnny that. I just told Johnny that two minutes ago. And you come to my office. Yeah, I know y'all laughing out there. Come on. It happens all day. Every day. Our tongues are something else, man. And we wonder why God puts a hold on our lives. He's telling you, get your tongue under control. You were called to put out fires, not to start a fire. You were called to start a holy fire, but you wasn't called to start a, 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 a gossiping session. People come in your office, people come in your workstation, and this now everybody talking about everybody. And you the and you the only believer there. They know you're a believer, but they they comfortable with sitting there telling you. So all they're doing is dumping. And I tell them, I tell them that, man, get out of here with that. I don't want to hear that. And sometimes people know that you people know that you like the gossip, so they'll tell you. There's other people will come just to see if you would now be a now a, re, a trash receptacle of the nonsense that they got going on. Amen. Says kind and another 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 chapter another scripture chapter Proverbs says kind words are like are like honey sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Yeah, let your words speak well of people. Even when they acting like the devil. Even when they acting like the devil. Man, stop letting the devil use you. You better than that. There's this, man, there's so much life in you, but you allowing the devil to use you. That's gonna get them and may rub them the wrong way initially, but they know that when they they know that when they come to you, they're gonna have they start, they either gonna come to you or they're gonna try to run away from you. Because they know when they come to you, they're gonna have to come correct. Because you're not gonna fall in line with the nonsense that's coming and being spewed out of their mouth. Why don't you why don't you speak anything positive over your life? Man, like I, when I hear people say, man, it is what it is. No, I always, I, I correct them immediately. I say, no, nah, it's what you make it. It ain't no it is what it is. How was your day? Man, it is what it is. Man, it ain't no it is. It's what you make it. Man, Virgil, you all make it too spiritual. How can you ever be too spiritual? And I get it. When you need to, when you need to raise up your level of, of spirituality in, in Jesus Christ, I get it. But I, I, I know y'all like man, pass be deep. No, nah, that ain't deep. That's just not allowing that nah, that that conversation to come forth because now well, the more you accept that, the more you embrace it, and now that becomes a part of your conversation. When people ask you how you doing, man, it is what it is. I don't. I I do my very best that when I hear things that speak to a a stagnation in in in, in their lives, that it be, I refuse to to accept that to embrace that so it will become a part of my life. I have to speak well over my life. You have to speak well over your life. And I decree over my life every morning. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above only and never beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. Today is the, this is the day that the Lord has made. Why do we decree and declare all that only to go and be among, among people and then what they say changes everything we just decreed? Amen. Ephesians 4, 29 tells us, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth. Let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth. You got to guard your mouth. Let no corrupt conversation come out of your mouth. But only as good for building up. Hallelujah. Are you building your lives, children of God, on today? If you're not, decree that from this day forward, I'm going to speak things in my life that will help build my life, not tear down my life. Because every corrupt thing that comes out of our mouth every day is, is slowly and softly 
chipping at the foundation of your life. As fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. So people are listening to you. People are listening to the things that you say. And in those occasions, you want to make sure that you're always building. And that, that the grace of God will be a part of what you're saying. And the grace will give them to those, what, to, to, to those who are hearing what you're saying come out of your mouth. Are you encouraging people to, to live for God? Or are you encouraging people, hey, man, don't, don't man, run from that. You don't want to be a part of that. Them Jesus people, man, ain't nothing to that. Are the things that you're saying in your life, listen, because we don't know what goes on in a circle of influence that you have, how they view you. But one thing I can tell you is they view you by what you say. And they measure it up to how you live in your life. And then that gives them a full picture of what kind of individual you are. Are you a faker concerning Jesus Christ or are you real? Are you Pulled out? Are you sold out to this thing? Are you tied? We used to say, are you wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in God? And you know when you're wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up in something, it's hard to break free. See, it's the ones who are not that can get it, they can move away from the things of God so easily. But when you're wrapped up and tied up and tangled up, you gotta work to get out of this thing. Who? Jesus. Yeah. And I know for a fact that I'm wrapped up, tied up, and tangled because I can't just walk away from this thing. Mm. My spirit will be so convicted if I don't do what I what the thing of what, what that what I believe God is calling me to do, or the word of God that I know on the inside of me. Because listen, when I do things the word of God immediately shows up, you know the word says this about that. That's when you're wrapped up, tied up. You can't just go into sin. And there's no conviction. Yeah, I can't participate in it. And I, I can't just participate in that. I can't be a part of that. I can't roll with that. And listen, here's the thing about a lot of it. Sometimes it'll cost you more to get to, to, to get out of situations than it ever does when it costs you to get in. One conversation can get you into a and can wrap you up in trouble that will take you, man, months, years, prayer, fasting, slaving, all kind of stuff to get out of. You got to tame your tongue, children of God. You got to change your mind. To speak the word only. Mm -hmm. You know what situations, when things are happening in your life, you decree and declare the word. And listen, anything that will speak against the knowledge of God, you got to decree the word. People in your life. And listen, and we will talk about this because I want to, I want to talk about relationships. As I'm, we will, we will be addressing relationships because some of us need to. I and I've been saying it a couple of times in some of the lessons. But it's important that you gotta, you gotta. Sometimes you gotta rid yourself of certain people. Not mean throw them away. I ain't telling you throw. I'm, I'm never, I'm never telling you to throw people away. God never throws people away. But what He is, but what I am saying, and what He says, is we gotta come out from among things, people. Because if they cuss, guess what? If you are not developed and strong enough to be you around cussers all day, and I ain't just talking about being in the presence of someone who may use profanity. That happens. As long as we're walking, you can always experience that. I'm talking about people who you allow in your space. People who you allow to fellowship in your company and in your family's company that are known cussers. And I know, Pastor, that's just cousin. It's something small, but it's something that has great lasting effect. Because when you used to cuss, 
and moments present itself to cuss, guess what you're going to do? You're going to cuss. And I know some people like, well, I don't even hang around people like that. And it, and it's still in me. Of course it's still in you. But now you have the restraint and the power of God on the inside of you that because you can fight it off, you now replace those words with God's words. But when it's flowing so easy, you get in the tendency because it's human nature that when you're around certain things and when it flows so easy, you now try to become the environment that you are in. So why do you think when the world come around the church, they all of a sudden start acting spiritual? Because that's the nature of humans. Humans try to adapt to the environment that they are currently a part of. Ooh, that's a word for somebody. And if you are a true believer of God, then your environment should never change where you are. You should be changing the environment that's around you to make that environment come into the kingdom of God. Now, I ain't saying you can make anybody get saved or change their lives. Only God has the power to do that. And a person has to be willing to submit their will for God's will. But what I am saying is our tongue, we have to tame. To get the maximum results that God has for us out of our lives, we have to stop and make sure that we are always speaking the word. Over our lives. Amen. Hope you guys were blessed this morning. By the word. Amen. I hope you were really, really blessed by the word of God on this morning. Listen, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, don't waste any more of your time. I know we're a couple of weeks into the new year. A long way to go until 2024. You don't want to wait another second to give Jesus Christ your life. Because guess what? That next second is not promised to any of us. I never mean to sound morbid, but today is the, the rest of the day isn't promised. But thanks be unto God that when we make a decision to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, come what may, we know that we are in the presence of God if, we, if, if, our, if our time on here on this earth has come. So listen, make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life on today. Receive him. Repent. God, I, God forgive me for all the sins that I've I done, God, and I place it under the blood. Cleanse me and make me whole. Make it as if I've never done it. Guess what? He'll forgive you. He, and all repenting is is walking away, walking from a life of sin and walking into the kingdom of God, to the things of God. And then asking God to fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. Listen, just as sure as I can hand you this towel as a gift, he'll give you the Holy Ghost that easy. It's just that easy. Lift your hands and say, I receive God. I believe that he'll fear he's feeling you right now. If you are with your mouth and your tongue committed to receiving, then he's committed to feeling you. Hallelujah. Yeah, no playing with it. No joking with it. You say, God, with a pure heart, feel me. I believe by the power of the almighty God that you'll be filled right now with the gift of the Holy Spirit. I wish I could lay my hands on you, but guess what? What greater, what greater hands to be laid on than that of the of the Almighty God Himself? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah! And listen, if you need to be a part of a ministry, the Kingdom Advancing Ministry, all of you guys who've been watching faithfully via YouTube, coming on with us live, we are so grateful. Thank you that many ministries are being being brought out and, and are airing this time of day all day long. We thank God for. You guys for tuning in and want to hear us. If something is being said that's blessing your life, share with others. Consider being a part of this ministry. Yeah, let us know now. Say, I want to be a part. Yeah, we'll have a partnership. We have a partnership time for you right now. And all the partners of the Kingdom Advancing Ministry will love up on you. Embrace you. And welcome you to the family. First, the family of God. Secondly, to the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. Hallelujah. 
If you need to be baptized in the name of Jesus, reach out to us here. And if you're in this Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, come on, let us know. Reach out to us. You should see some information on, 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 on online with us and it give you a link that you can go on. Submit your request to be baptized. Will someone will coordinate with you and they'll get you a time and a date where you can be baptized. And guess what? I may not be the one that baptizes you. I may, but I may not be the one that baptizes you. But listen, you're going down in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. For sure you will. Hallelujah. Yeah, and like I said earlier, if you have not given and not experienced the power of giving in, G in, in, in the body of Christ, come on, consider sowing into the kingdom advancing ministry. Yeah, we thank you. We, we thank God for your seed. We promise that we always set ourselves to be good ground. And the partners here who, who've been sowing and giving can attest to this ministry is good ground. Yeah. And what you see here today will not is not the last place for this ministry. We're moving, y'all. We're doing, God is doing some awesome, awesome things in this ministry. And we are so excited that when that day comes, we thank God and we know that you're going to be excited right along with us. So listen, we love you here at the Kingdom Advancing Ministry. And as I always say, thank you. Be blessed. Thank you for this day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy this extended weekend for you. Be safe. Trust God. And listen, guard your tongue. And go. Be Kingdom Advances. Till next week, we love you with the love of the Lord. Check us out on Wednesday Night Bible Study. Be blessed. In Jesus' name.